G'day, everyone, and welcome to The Chase Down. I'm your host, Matty G, on this Insight NBA edition, as I said, of The Chase Down. We're here to talk recaps. We're talking about must-ads. We've got NBA news, talking about how you can chase down a win in your league and make the most of your ads, but also a bit of a cheeky look ahead to week nine when we go back to the future. All that and more coming at you after this. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, indeed, you are. And I did say that we would talk about some NBA news. And I guess one of the biggest interesting things happening on the landscape is the Draymond Green situation in the Golden State Warriors with news coming down from the league about him today. So let's lead that off with NBA update. Yeah, look, it's an unfortunate situation. Draymond Green just continues to punch or kick or malign people. Obviously, early this week, we had the Nurkic situation, and he came out and he checked himself on it hard enough, and he was like, yeah, that wasn't good enough by me. But the big thing is today that in a Golden State situation where it is win or die in this Steph Curry season, Steve Kerr seems to be kind of playing the young blokes a little bit, which has been interesting. Now, I think one of the hottest ads was Podzemeski in the last couple of days and good old potty he's going to do everyone very well coming off the back of his 20 points 11 rebounds five assists game the other day he saw 26 minutes but we can look at that for one thing as well clay thompson played like shit so let's put them both in a situation where the draymond green here is the so who do we add with draymond green being out well we looked to when draymond green wasn't with the golden state warriors to begin the season and he was behind who got a bump then chris paul got a bump kaminga got more time moody got more time now, Potty's going to come along and get some more minutes, and he's going to have flashes, but he's there as a utility more so for when Clay isn't doing the job. And Clay has checked himself hard, and he's like, I played like shit. Like, he just come out and he's like, I've been playing like shit. I need to do better. And he does. So is this also opening a bit of a buy-low window on Clay Thompson? Like, sometimes it just happens where players get old enough and fall off a cliff, but it's also a contract year where he's been pushing for max money. And the news also today, funnily enough, out of the Golden State Warriors, was that they actually offered him a contract in the preseason. And it was only two years and I think $40 million, $48 million over two years. And it was a no from Clay. So this is an interesting situation in Golden State. They're coupled together, the whole, like the holy trinity in Golden State of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Now, Draymond is out indefinitely. So to answer that question, your ads are the usual ads. It's definitely Chris Paul, it's Moody, it's Kaminga, and Potty. But Potty was more a result the other night of Clay playing like shit. Now, if Clay has to step up in this time, and he's got that, you know, he does have that competitor in him, and he's a prideful kind of guy. So I think we could probably see a bump in Clay in this intimate, in immediate future where the Golden State Warriors need to win games without Draymond Green there. And if he can do it now, I think you need to put him on a buy low window and send out some trades possibly for Clay Thompson because you're probably going to be able to get him for pretty cheap. He might even be on your waiver wire. In fact, I haven't done even the – I should actually do this thing here. I should do the research on it right now and find out whereabouts Clay Thompson is in leagues because I know he's been dropped when I looked the other day and he was actually gone down. So people, as a result of him getting benched the other day, were like, ah, Clay's had it, he's cooked, he's done. He might be, but he also might not be. Now, you could drop him if there's a guy that comes along for more upside, but people are holding on by a thread to the guy. He's gone down to 88%. So he's just gone down the other day from 90% 
to 89 into 88, but it's definitely a buy low season for him. He's had one decent game of 22 points recently with the four threes. We love that from him going 400, but it's just been up and down. You might be able to make a nice trade for him or just throw on a hot guy in the wave wire. You could even probably add a Tara Eason. He'll come up by the way and hot waiver guys and hot guys in a second. Wait for that part of the show. But this is an opportunity for you to buy low on him. So I guess that comes back to our recap of the day. What do you do in the Golden State Warriors in that new situation? Well, you get who you've always got. You've got Chris Paul. You've got Moody. You've got Kaminga. They're all going to get bumps. Saric still get a bump. And Potty, he's going to get a bump. But also only when Clay is playing like shit. With that being said, though, let's get down to it. Let's do a bit of a recap and a rewind of today's NBA action. He's really fucking good at basketball, Joel Embiid, isn't he? Yeah, the 76ers, 129 over a piss poor Detroit Pistons. Yep, they're crap, 111. They just don't win basketball games. They've won two all year. They're two and 22. If you could smash the unders on that at the beginning of the season, put a house on it for under 20 games, yeah, you're looking pretty bloody safe as houses right now for that bet. They are hopeless. Now, obviously, Bojan Bogdanovic getting the 33 points was a massive up for them. And for those of you who snared him off the waiver wire or grabbed him last minute, he has been very serviceable since his return. But they're still not winning games. And what happened last year with – I'm just curious to see if they run him out there again because at the end of the year when they didn't, he was you know, injuries, Detroit things, and he just didn't play. But again, they had – Matty Matrix and I talked about this the other night. The Philadelphia 76ers – blessed like they kissed on the dick this week they've got two games against the whiz and two games against the pistons two truly piss poor organizations who are not performing basketball very very well right now they get a massive win again another real surprise or news to come out of these ones um joel and beat apart from again an absolutely monstrous game tyrese maxi he was a little bit down today too from 13 we can't glean too much from that batum again getting the start there coming off the bench though i think it was good to see kelly Ubre get back in add peripherals for him in a couple of steals for kelly Ubre, who was still floating around on some waiver wise look for him to be getting the minutes that he gets look They've just been rolling along right now. A bit of a bounce back game for Tobias Harris. We did say he was buy low the other week, but this is why buying like like you would have tried to buy low on Tobias because then he comes back in a game like this, 21 points. He gets the assist. He gets the seven rebounds and the block shot, which is nice. Perfect from the free throw line. Seven from 10 for the field, including three from five from three-point land. You love that. And what can we say about the Detroit Pistons apart from, yep, Bojan Bogdanovic. Incredible. Again today, 11 from 19. Cade Cunningham. Is performing well. It's it's a shame that the other peripherals, like some steals and blocks, haven't come along there for Cade this season. Five from seventeen, not very good. One from eight from three, not great. The ten from twelve from the stripe. It's good to see him being aggressive and getting to the cup. But again, this is. I can't stress enough that I think there's like this bit of a buy low opportunity on Asar Thompson, and I'm in one league where he's been in a trade right now. People are like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, but really, is it? Because he's down right now, five from seven. That's good to see his efficiency up. So it's getting to the cup shots. It's those easy makes. So the percentages are good. The eight rebounds is good. But why we why he was that fantasy darling at the beginning of the season was the massive steal and block numbers. And he is the best defender in the Detroit Pistons. And obviously, those numbers just haven't been there right now. Uh, Killian Hayes has fallen off the radar, so you could probably just drop him as well for those of you still holding on to Killian Hayes stock for that one. In the next one, again, the battle of the dueling shithouse organizations, the Washington Wizards, oh, surprise, surprise, they got a loss against the Pelicans, who were Zionless today. But again, what we can gain from this fantasy is a Kyle Kuzma. We said at the beginning of the season, I said it, Skitty said it, I'm pretty sure Matrix Dell said it as well. 
The best wizard is Kyle Kuzma, and he backed that up today. Brandon Ingram, a massive line with 40 points today. The Pelicans are just chugging along. What I think we can get value from here is Jose Alvarado. The two steals, again, seven points, two rebounds, and the assist is nice. One from two from the free throw line. We don't like that from Jose. We like him to make his volume on the two from two that he might get per game as well. Nice there. But it was good to see Dyson Daniels getting the start. Not good for his efficiency, though, but good to see him get out there and get some run. Najee Marshall in the backup spot there. I like what Najee's doing. He's a nice little streamer option today, but an absolutely massive game from Trey Murphy. Now, 27 points, a block, a steal, an assist, and six rebounds. I held him in IR for the beginning of the season in one league, and I am just look at this, and I'm like, what a big horse. Actually, I should play the big horse now for it, because I know that in one league as well, our big horse, Mickey Dell from the Inside Podcast, now he picked him up. He's like, oh, he's coming back. I'm just going to grab him. I saw him I saw him dunk. Mick messaged me, and he was like, I saw him dunk in warm-ups. He's got his legs back, and he does. So shout out Big Horse Awards today for Trey Murphy the third. Oh, an absolute gleaning one for that bloke there. Nothing we can really glean out of that so much there, but I do like what's happening with the Heat and the Hornets. Now, this was a bit of a bite on the ass game. Now, massive game from Trey Young. These have been far and few in between. The 17 assists is absolutely massive, and you love that. That can really help buoy you for your, in your league for the week. Four from right, nine from downtown. A great game from him. I would just like to shout out to Sadiq Bay, who I'm, I own in a league where three-point percentage is there today. And I own Miles Bridges and Sadiq Bay in this one particular league. Shout out iLeague. G'day, lads. And I'm looking at my three-point percentage, and I like what they bring by way of three-point percentage. And I look down, and between them, there was zero from 12 or zero from 14 at one point. Like, whatever it was, it was dumb. I think Miles Bridges hit one in, like, the last five minutes of the game versus Miami. And I was like, fuck me absolutely tanking my three-point percentage. And this is the thing. Sadiq can be a lot better than that. He missed all of his threes today, which is unlike him. Two steals, uh, the two assists, the 10 rebounds. Absolutely huge work. But I like the 30 minutes from a Kongwu today. These were good minutes from him. 13 points, two blocks, eight rebounds, and one assist. 30 a Kongwu minutes with 34 Capella movements. And Wesley Matthews, 14 minutes and then off. Bogdan Bogdan, this is a good tight eight rotation from Atlanta. This was... A big game for them. 135, they get the win over the, sorry, the Raptors get the win 135 over the Hawks. But this was a good tight eight-man rotation for them. So I, I like what I'm seeing if this is going to be where a Kongwu goes, considering the people have dropped him. I don't know if he's going to get 30 minutes every night, but this is what he is capable of in this system. Three threes from him, taking five shots from the corner, stretching the floor for the Atlanta Hawks. They didn't get the win because a massive game from their starting five. Like their starting five lineup today, Absolutely great job. Yaka Pertle hitting five of eight free throws. I love it. 13 rebounds, 15 points from him. Front to back, huge. The biggest news of the day, though, this was like a bit of one of these moments. I looked down and I saw that Pascal Siakam went five from six from three. He has been absolutely atrocious. From th- It's like his three-pointer just disappeared. It like just evaporated one night. It's like, oh, you, you can't shoot this season. Really, Pascal? Interesting, but it was back in spades today. An absolutely massive game for Pascal Siakam. Seven assists, seven rebounds in the 33 points. He is trade bait. Like There's been a lot of talk in NBA circles of him and OG Anobi going, and Barnes will be one of the things. They're kind of in this rebuild formula. They traded to get Pirtle in last year, and he's been a lot better. Like He's gone through the fire with Darko. It's either one or two of those guys both go, and they're starting to hit their form. I'm officially declaring the buy low, window on OG Ananobi shut because I was one of the guys who owns him. And I said, look, 
I'm, I'm probably going to look at an offer right now. And I might not be happy about it in a couple of weeks, but I'm getting to that point. He was coming back from injury, to be fair, but 10 from 13, two from five from three. He has been shooting the three better, to be fair, this season, but five rebounds, three assists, a steal. I like it a lot, the 22 points from OG. And Schroeder, just another solid game from him doing going around and doing doing Schroeder things. I love I love his I love his free throw percentage. I love his hustle stats. I love his blocks. I love his steals. It's like a little Freddie Van Vliet running around there in Toronto these days, but that's a massive game from Pascal. And that's why we keep our eyes on him. Because he's a perfect fit in the Golden State Warriors. We've all heard of that trade scenario that Pascal goes there. But this is why. Because they would put a, they'd package like a Kaminga and a Wiggins to go to Toronto for a Pascal Siakam because they need a floor-stretching guy who can play well, defend, and rebound, which Pascal brings. But this is the three-point shooting that we want from him. Uh, great game overall for uh, for the Toronto Raptors, getting the win at home against the Atlanta Hawks. Next up on down on our daily schedule, we have the Grizzlies taking another L this season. Not good for the Grizz, but only three more games until Ja Morant comes back for them and the Houston Rockets getting a big one. The big news of today was Tara Eason. Now, Tara Eason is available on so many wise. I'm going to add, we're going to talk about Tari uh, very, very soon, but Tara Eason is going to be absolutely swept up in a lot of leagues. And we love this from him. The minutes have been there for him the last two games and he's performing along with it. Now, the caveat on Tara Eason is his free throw percentage. Two from four today from the line, zero of one from yesterday. Look, he hit two from two, three from four, three from four. So the, the caveat on all that you hype there, if, if you if you are someone who's really needing to just make sure that that's solid, yeah, just, just make sure you're, you're one of these guys, if you're a punting free throw percentage team, you really move on him because he's starting to get the minutes and he's starting to get some run. 10 of 16, three threes, 25 points, 14 rebounds, and a one, 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 an assist, a steal, and a block with three turnovers. So you put those three together and you get three turnovers at the bloody end. But an absolutely massive game for them. Uh, I like the Rockets a lot. I think they're a really, really fun team. And this is one of the reasons why Jabari Smith Jr. having a decent one today, the 20 points across the board. The starters, this is the buy low window still open on, on Jalen Green. He hasn't been very good after a really nice start. The four assists are nice, but what else has he given you? Zero from five from three? Just You might be able to put some feelers out there. Because Jalen Green is a movable piece in a lot of in a lot of leagues. Uh, the one thing that I'd like to say though is Fred Van Vliet doesn't seem that aggressive right now. Only eight shots for him. And when other people are cooking, he seems very, very open to deferring. When he is just pushing the tempo and getting his like 18 to 22 points a game and still managing to pull down like the five rebounds, the nine assists, the three steals for him are nice. We know that that's what he does. But I'm just curious to see him be more aggressive in this system. A lot of it runs through Alpi, and Shengun's doing a great job with that. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, you can't say, oh, Matty, but you can't say that. He got nine assists today. Yeah, okay. But a lot of the offense doesn't swing back to Fred. And that's where if he does get those last-minute shots off, only seeing Fred Van Fleet take three threes in a game and hitting none of them, for me, it's a little bit of an it's a little bit odd, if if you want to say that. Because this is a guy who loves his three, loves it on volumes, loves to size up his defenders. But I guess the big news of today is this. Fuck me, Jaron Jackson Jr. is on a heater, isn't he? 44 points today. One block, four steals, two assists, seven rebounds. What a massive game. 11 from 13 from the strike, 15 of 24. He's basically been like, it's all right, boys. I'll just try and carry us for one more week. The must add right now for a stream on a back-to-back situation for the, for the Grizzlies is Derrick Rose. 
I, I love looking at this. I love seven from 14, one from four, from three. That's fine. Perfect from the stripe. I love it. I love the six assists and I love the block from Derek Rose. And all, let's be honest, we're all a little bit nostalgic for Derek. If you can get Derek on your team, they are so poor with guard depth right now. They need to roll this guy out there. They've got three games until Jar comes back. And you know what? We're looking at probably about a five or six games until Marcus Smart's back. And you won't be able to have Derek Roster for more than, unless these guys, guys go down again on your year. Look, give him a rest on the back-to-back games where the Grizz have, because I think you'll be able to get a nice little bit of burn from Derek Rose in the Memphis Grizzlies. But they look taking another L today. And let's be honest, we're not all that surprised. Oh, can we just say this was like, actually, I feel like it's this one. Strap yourself in and Strap feel the G's. In and feel the G's. The Giannis. Oh, the G. The G. The Antic, I can't even speak looking at this one. Giannis Antetokounmpo today with 64 points, a career high for Yanni. This is a massive game from him. It was a huge display from them after getting taken out in the tournament. This was 100% like a revenge game for not getting all the way there and putting a little bit of like Eastern, a little bit of Eastern Conference mm, back on these lads, 100%. Because... The darlings of the East right now are without doubt the Indiana Pacers. This was just Milwaukee being like, don't forget about us. And this was an average game as well for Damian Lillard. 21 points is average for Damian Lillard. The six assists and four rebounds is like two from eight from three. Not great. Giannis, 20 from 28. 24 out of 32 free throws. The, the, The man took 32 free throws today. That is insane. 14 rebounds, three assists, four steals, and a block. That is about a complete stat line as you could hope to imagine from any NBA fantasy player and a career high for Yanni today. Now, Yanis Antetokounmpo is an incredible basketball player, and he won't do this all the time. So if you're an owner of him, you would have just been sitting back today being like, yep. And the 24 from 32 as well, that volume, you really like that as well. A bit of a down game from Halley today, seven assists, five rebounds, 22 points for that. And I say down game for him only because he's been exceptionally averaging over 10 assists today. He held them back in this one. It was a Bruce Brown game, almost triple double. I was more impressed by than anything else. Brucey has this. You, you want Brucey to be getting about 12 or 13 points a game. And if he could get about like six assists and about six rebounds, and he could keep these two steals, he would be a must roster in every league. But he's been picked up and dropped every now and then. But this is the kind of Swiss army knife utensil that Brucey Brown does. Obi Toppin, welcome back to the waiver wire. Two from seven game today. I said it last week when the Pacers were playing up against the Bucks. I'm like, just look for 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 Yanni to absolutely destroy Toppin, and he didn't by all merits in that game, but he absolutely destroyed Obi today. Uh, again, good minutes here from Naismith as well. 12, uh, 12 points for him, but again, he's just has been scoring and releasing the three a little bit, and nothing else there for the Pacers. Nothing really else to glean there. Obviously, TJ McConnell is getting a bit more of a run with Nemhart out right now, so if you want some extra steals or some assists and you want to stream that in, look for him as your option there. Um, I did glean over the Heat and the Hornets game earlier today because the Hornets still suck without LaMelo, and they haven't been that great all season. Nick Rich is getting the start today uh, as well with uh, Markey out. Um, but I think what we can look at here is the heat. There is an opportunity for you to get some value right now. I'm picking up and streaming some heat players. Now, they're on the back-to-back set, and they're finishing that out. Jimmy Butler, the 15 points, but team high 23 points today from Duncan Robinson, six from nine from deep for the bloke. 
three from three, perfect from the free throw line. The three assists, the two steals, the two rebounds, just chipping in everything for Duncan, especially while there's an opportunity right now for Duncan Robinson to be in your team. Now, they've just finished up the back-to-back. You're not going to get that, but you do have another heat game this week. So look to see if you can stream Duncan in, especially if you need points and some threes, because he'll be able to drip those in right now. Haskez continues to be a must-roster player if he's still around on your wire. And Kyle Lowry, 17 points again. Nice bum back from him. He's had a couple of great games lately, Kyle. Just some value. The one assist was unusually unusually small for him, but Jimmy Butler doing the uh, doing the 10 dimes and almost missing out on a triple-double on that one. I've been more curious, though, lately on the Charlotte Hornets. Brandon Miller is still available in a lot of leagues, and we said last week the guy that you want to sell high on is Gordon Hayward. This is still very much the case with Gordo. Uh, today, perfect from the stripe, seven from 12 from the line, the seven assists, the five rebounds, 20 points. It's a sexy stat line. Sell high on him because it is a matter of a time before Lamelo is back in this lineup and his usage is going to go down slightly or he's quite possibly a trade target with his contract. And so he could go and his role could find himself on a contender quite easily. But it's definitely a sell high on Gordon Haywood window. That is right up there. Uh, Huge game today. The Lakers and the Spurs, 122 to 119, came down to three points. The Spurs went hammer and tongs in that fourth quarter. They bought it back. They had 15 points more in the fourth. When Banyama, a massive double-double game going up against AD, who's well been on a bender, but it was a LeBronless Los Angeles Lakers today. So continue to look around for those stream targets when LeBron is out. Uh, game time decisions as well. Rui Hachimura got the start in there today and a noticeable serving from him with the 13 points, the seven rebounds and the three dripped in and the assist is not too bad. Vando only getting the 17 minutes as he works back on. Austin Reeves continues to cook and do Austin things. And Torian Prince again, a really good game from Torian Prince. He is on the improve, and he is definitely a streaming target for when the Lakers are on a back-to-back or on low-volume days, especially when he's getting the 30 minutes a night. Now, maybe they played him more tonight with LeBron being out there, but the three-point shot seems to be coming back with him, and he seems to be more confident in taking them. He started off absolutely stinking, but he has been a little bit on Fuego from late and getting multiple threes in a game, as well as giving you some of those valuable steals and block numbers. So Torian Prince is a nice little pickup there. The Nets, can somebody say revenge game? Because I tell you now, this was an absolutely blistering start from Cam Johnson and Mikal Bridges. They got the win in their return to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Cam Johnson, 15 points, 5 of 10. He started off, he was so hot. He didn't miss, and then he missed. He missed quite a few shots after that. But he was absolutely stellar to start the game. But the two steals and the two blocks to go with four assists and five rebounds, is a complete Cam Johnson line, and we love that. Claxton is just having an absolute rip snorter of a season. We want multiple blocks from Clacko. The one, a little bit down on what we want from him, but a nice serviceable game as well from Spencer Dinwiddie with the eight rebounds and the seven assists. And Cam Thomas getting the start in there on the shooting guard spot with 24 points, four from eight from three. That is a noticeably cool thing for Cam Thomas because he doesn't usually get the threes in volume. And today was a nice one. DFS continues to be a little bit of a stream target today. But this was the big news because the big three of the Phoenix Suns finally got to start and roll out there together. And it was 34 minutes as well from Bradley Beal. This was a brand new lineup for them. Shabezi Metsu playing the power forward spot was their starter there. Uh, Nurkic with the 31 minutes, 15 points. The 22 rebounds from him, absolutely huge. Against a big team as well, like they're rangy and long guys who can rebound in Brooklyn. I actually was expecting Claxton to get at least 10 rebounds today. Like I was looking at a punt today where it was like Claxton, like 10 plus rebounds. I'm like, given, he'll be out there just close to the rim the whole time. 
but 22 rebounds. Six offensive boards as well from Nurkic was absolutely huge. 22 points, three assists, and the 15. Uh, Kevin Durant is just great at basketball. It's what he does, a complete line, including the two blocks. Devin Booker cooked as well. But this is the curious thing. They still got the loss. This is the interesting thing about the Phoenix Suns. This was the lineup that was an NBA championship contending one. They threw it all at it. They got rid of two of their young core pieces in Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges. They send them to Brooklyn. They return to town. And this team, without one of their rangy big defenders, especially in, I guess, Ben Simmons, who they'd be thrown out there on guys like Kevin Durant or Devin Booker at different times, hello, Kendall Jenner match. Uh, look, this was a bit of a surprise. I'm not going to lie. Phoenix came out of the gun slow, and they fought their way back in it. But the quality that the Brooklyn Nets showed down the stretch to get this win was absolutely serviceable. They only also played Drew Eubanks the four minutes today because – Nurkic was absolutely going for a ripper. But yeah, Nets get the win. Nothing we can really glean, but Cam Thomas is available in some leagues still. People are unsure about him when he returned. And talking about returns today, in his return, Lowry Markinen and the Utah Jazz got a win against the New York Knicks. Now, Jericho Sims again started, and he played 18 minutes in the center spot, and Hartenstein played 29 minutes. So they're just rolling Jericho out there to start. And then it's like, no, nah, bugger off. Let's get Isaiah out there and see what we can go from that one. Um. It's an important to note thing that Dante DiVincenzo is starting to get more opportunity in this team currently with their injuries and their ins and the outs. And as well today that he was listed as possibly playing, but then he got rolled into the starting lineup was Emmanuel Quickly. And he played 18 minutes today, six from eight, 15 points with him and the two steals is nice from Quickly. But DiVincenzo has a little bit of cheeky string value right now. And the four steals from him today was something that you want in your lineup, especially when steals can be one of those categories that can just be so bloody close each week. So getting guys like the Matt, Matrix actually called this the other day. He was looking at Dante DiVincenzo with some opportunity with uh, Mitch Robinson being out for quite an extended period of time. So I continue to say roll the dice on Dante because he would be a nice little streaming option in the New York Knicks. Utah Jazz, Fontecchio started off there. So they on the in the forward spot as well, which is really interesting to see. But they're absolutely layweight with injuries right now. And obviously the big news here was that Keontae uh, George has gone down. Now, he's going to be out until the 18th. And in this regard, Colin Sexton still continues to cook. With Jordan Clarkson also being out for a period of time, it's kind of Sexton season in many ways. 10 from 18 from the fourth today, 26 points, but the seven assists. Now, he's not going to give you a defensive, defensive stat to save your bloody life sometimes, Colin Sexton. But the seven assists and the four rebounds are nice. The three from eight and the perfect shooting line from three is nice. And in his return, capped at 25 minutes, was Larry Marketing. Now, Kelly Olynyk got the start tonight, nine points, 10 rebounds, eight assists, an almost triple-double from Kelly. Walker Kessler was healthy, came back, 23 minutes, four from seven, eight rebounds, and three block shots. We love that. Now, they're on a back-to-back -back set, the Utah Jazz. I'm curious to see if they just hold Walker back a little bit as he, like, as he makes his way back in here. It was interesting to see them just roll out your servant there as well for five minutes with work and walking Kessler back. If Kessler doesn't play on the second night of the back-to-back -back set, I think we could probably glean some value there um, in what's coming off on that one. And I think being talking about the back-to-back -back sets, it kind of has to go to talking about other things like this. Your dream home. If you ever thought about your dream home, reach out to Ryan at Astute New Newstead. Use promo code INSIGHT. If you've ever wondered if it can be yours, it can with Ryan's help. Check out his link in the description below on our YouTube channel and on all our audios. If you are in Australia, if you want an obligation-free quote about your financial situation to put yourself and that roof over your family's head, 
sooner rather than later to make your lifestyle yours, reach out to Ryan at Astute Newstead and reach out to us for your week back-to-backs because we are looking now at the Thursday and Friday action and there is only one team that's going to do that for you this week and that is the Boston Celtics. Now, Hauser and Pritchard are the only two major streams here right now. So we're going to probably look at those two as our major targets here. But let's look at our game review and what we're going to glean from this low volume. Game. He's heating up. Yeah, as we said, there is a low volume day going on tomorrow. And this is one that was interesting that we picked out in the early end of the week. There was that Thursday game, as we said, we're looking at um, for the games. And it's the Cavs versus the Celtics, the Bulls in the Heat, the Timberwolves and the Mavs, the Nets and the Nuggets, the Jazz and the Trailblazers. Yeah, let's look at a bit of a game preview of what's happening for the day's actions tomorrow. We have a bunch of games happening across the NBA. This is one of the higher volume days that we're looking at. We're looking at a bunch of games across the NBA. We're looking at one, two, three, four. Is it seven? It's seven. What's going on with this one, two? Yeah, that's right. We're looking at the game preview tomorrow. It's a lower volume day. There's seven games ahead. We've got the Cavs and the Celtics. Now, this is the first game, as I said, where the Cavs, uh, the Celtics are on a back-to-back set. So we're looking to stream in Hauser and Pritchard as our main two targets there with them. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, look, there's a few other better options around on this one. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Bulls and the Heat right now. The Heat are on the back, second back of the back-to-back set. You are definitely looking at picking up Duncan Robinson if you're chasing points and threes. He is a must roster guy to get those for you, but also some of the other peripherals he's been doing lately are right off the charts. So I'm definitely looking at Duncan Robinson as my pickup in this game tomorrow. Timberwolves and the Mavericks. Look, the Mavericks have been smashed by injuries of lately. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been on a heater. Dante Exum against the Lakers the other night was incredible. Grant Williams as well. There is opportunities for any one of these three guys to be serviceable in your lineup, especially with Kyrie still out. And the rumor was from Jason Kidd in an interview that Kyrie was in a walking boot and crutches. He could have possibly played the Laker game was the first news. He didn't play in the Laker game. And now he's on crutches and in a walking boot to heal his heel in, to heal his heel injury. Say that with your fingers on your tongue three times fast. So I'm probably looking at those guys more than any other Timberwolf right now to get my most juice out of it. Uh, the Nuggets, the big news here is that uh, obviously he's not going to get hopefully tossed again, but he can be an angry man, Nikola Jokic, but Jamal Murray is back. So Reggie Jackson takes a hit. Strother could be another streaming option there, but the real value here in the Nets could be a DFS to get you some extra run in there or Cam Thomas as well. Funnily enough, is available in some leagues. In 10-person leagues, if he's the starting shooting guard in the Nets, you definitely want to get him into your lineups as soon as you can because he is seeing minutes right now, and we like minutes because minutes give us opportunity. And the man's a scorer. So if you're in a points league especially, you're looking at Cam Thomas as a must-add guy there, especially in those leagues where he still is randomly available after coming back, and then he's been in and out, and he's been in the bench role. So just keep your eyes on what's happening there, especially in the interim with Ben Simmons still out, and just get the value while you can maximize it. The Jazz is the interesting one for me to watch tomorrow. I do like the opportunity that has come up for Colin Sexton. I'll talk about that more in a minute. But Kelly Olynyk on the second back of a back-to-back set with Walker Kessler coming back. I think Kelly Olynyk is definitely the play. And Fontecchio is still getting some spot starts there as well. In the Kings, Keegan Murray is much maligned. 
Keegan Murray is probably one of the most ceiling players that we have going around in some leagues. And Keegan Murray can be rostered in a lot. Now, look, the problem with Keegan is his consistency. And people are adding him and throwing him back. I've just brought him up in one of my leagues. And he was added on the 12th. So he was added two days ago in one league. Then I mean, shout out to you, Mick Dell. He was dropped on the 30th, the 11th. He was added by one guy. He was added and dropped. He has seen one, two, three, four, five, six different rosters in this one league I'm looking at right now. That's six different rosters that he's gone through in a 12-man league. That's half of the league have had his their hands on Keegan Murray. Now, he's 78% owned in Yahoo, but he's starting to play more minutes. He's starting to put it together. Now, he's not offering you the peripherals, but the points are there. He didn't have any threes last game, which is what we also want from him. We want some rebounds. We want some steals. We want some defensive stats, but he also doesn't turn the ball over much. And sometimes that that can really help you to win your week. So I'm looking at Keegan Murray there as an ad in the leagues that he is available to bring on him in for tomorrow's action. Uh, also, I'm looking for the Warriors and the Clippers, and Norm Powell is a much watch. We did kind of cover the uh, Norm Powell is a much watch and ad, especially because of Paul George the other day. So let's talk about these guys as our hot waiver wire guys. I think it's almost a perfect segue to who am I looking at? Who's hot? Who are my waiver targets in Chase Town? acquired. Yeah, look, I absolutely love Norman Powell with these blokes. Now, Paul George went down to the locker room and it was his groin injury. And Ty Lue said at the end of the game that he was available to come back, but didn't play him. But this is a slippery slope when adding Paul George. Now, whenever Paul George sits, Norm Powell's going to get a bump in value. But Norm Powell's also been playing well enough to roster. He's just been 38% rostered. So I think there's an opportunity for him to fly under the radar, much like Keegan Murray in some of these spots. He gets you points. He gets you threes. He gets you outside stuff. And he's not a sexy name to have on your roster. So we're not really looking at Norm Powell too much, but we probably should be looking at streaming him, especially if Paul George does miss time or they just want to be cautious because they're starting to put a little bit together in LA after a bit of a fringy start after Harden came in. The other guy who I'm talking about right now as our waiver target guy is Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton in Yahoo Leagues is 50% rostered. Now that's up 9% in the last day. He was 40% rostered yesterday, and then today he's gone up to 50%. Now he has put together a couple of nice games of 20 points plus in the last couple, and that is absolutely huge. 10 from 18 today, as I said earlier, Massive. It also put together a peripheral steal in a game with two steals in the game prior. So Colin Sexton, especially with Jordan Clarkson out for an extended period of time, is a must-add guy. I'm definitely looking for Colin to get more of a run, and that's incredibly important for them to get him into the Utah Jazz. Also, again, by nature, as I said, look, Fontecchio is getting there, but there are some sexy names. I know I touched on him not too hard, but I did touch on him at the beginning of the show, and I said Tara Eason. Tara Eason is flying up the ownership charts in Yahoo League. He has gone from 21% rostered to 31% rostered. Now, that 31% rostered is massive for him. And he's come on the back of two games where he's ramped up in the minutes. So he hadn't hit more than 20 minutes early in the season until the other game where he hit 22 against OKC on the 6th of December. He's gone up to 27 minutes almost in his last two games and put in 18 points. He's got 14 rebounds in each. If you are looking to chase rebounds, this is the guy you want to be pulling in. If you want some points, pull him. Now, his efficiency is there right now. That's fair. But the free throw percentages are not. Another guy we're looking at must-owning right now. Also, there's a little thing with, with Tara Eason as well. We want to have a look around with the games because next week with Christmas Eve, 
it's a bit of a short week as well. So we want to start to plan that out because on Christmas Eve next week, it takes away a whole like night of games for us. And so that's what we want to be looking at. We want to look about like, who can we get the most value out of next week again in yet another short NBA week, much like last week. It's kind of like back to the future. It's like back to the NBA future. When we start looking around on this one and next week, we're looking for some extra games. You can start looking at fringy guys around like the guard spots like in the in the league because this is like the guys who are going to get those minutes in a short week. And we'll do that on big breakdown of the short week on the crossover with Matrix on Sunday night or Monday if you're in the US, when, wait, Monday in Australia, Sunday on the US to set you up for your week ahead. So we'll give you some more on that one right there as well. Um, Tyra Eason for me is an absolute must-add guy. And I want to do a deep cut as well. And I want to shout out to... Kevin Love. I had him in my team yesterday. He didn't get what I needed him to. It was just fun to own Kevin Love for a day. And I threw him back today because I picked up, I need to pick up someone else and some points and threes in the category. But Orlando Robinson hasn't been playing that well after being like everyone's favorite little darling in Miami. Duncan Robinson has been absolutely hot and he's been the must add guys I say tomorrow for the Miami Heat because they've got that second game of the back-to-back set. But Kevin Love is doing some serviceable work if you need some more rebounds or to buoy your free. He's a big who can buoy your free throw percentage, your good field goal percentage, and stretch the floor. And also play make, get some blocks, and get some steals. I think the better add tomorrow is Kelly Olenek, but I just want to give a shout-out to Kevin Love for taking the opportunity because he had a blinder the other day with almost a big double-double game. He's one of those similar types like the Dario Saric's who's comes in and out of lineups, like we said the other day with Keegan Murray, like he's in a lineup, he's out of a lineup, he's in a lineup, he's out of a lineup. But Dario, Super Dario right now, also has more of an opportunity to succeed, especially with the like lack of Draymond Green for the undetermined future as well. So we definitely want to look at like Kaminga as an ad. And also we're looking to get like in the games for the rest of the week, Gogo Badadze. We want to we want to milk Gogo Badadze because we've got games for the Magic on the 15th and the 17th this week. Gogo's got two games back and we don't think Wendell Carter Jr. is going to reappear this week. And they're going to have him ready and fresh to go for next week. So if that's the case, if you're looking to stream in blocks, which is a hard category to get a couple of blocks out of game, Goga Badadze becomes your guy to add in there as one of your must roster guys. Now he is 25% rostered. He has gone up 8% in the last day. So he was under 20% rostered in most leagues on Yatu. So he is absolutely readily available for you. But the big names right now are definitely Tara Eason, Colin Sexton. And again, I'm thinking, look, I'm just really loving what Duncan Robinson has put together. If you look at the string of games that he has and 40 minutes today, huge minutes from him. Team high, massive points, all but one game where he shot like absolute shit versus Cleveland and went zero from seven. That was a stinker of a game. One point, one assist, not very good from Duncan whatsoever. But in all the other games, he has put together amazing value and can be added for this one. Now, the Miami Heat, they play tomorrow, and then they've got games on the 16th and 18th. So it's like a game, game day, no game game day. And the Heat, there's a low volume game days as well. So you want to make the most of that this week, takes the day off and is back next week. They've got games every other day. And then from the 18th, there's a break until the 20th. So you're getting some good value and maximization out of Duncan Robinson right now. So for me, Duncan is one of my favorite ads on the waiver ride right now. I'm also keeping my eyes on as well, just how it plays out in Phoenix with guys like Jordan Goodwin and Eric Gordon. Now, Eric Gordon randomly just didn't play today. And so that was a little bit of a surprise for those people who were like looking to bring him in. Bradley Beal's return. So keep our eye on the Phoenix situation and what's happening there. 
Guys, I'll be Matty G. You take care of yourself. Those are my ads. That's how you can chase down your win. Look for those ones. Comment below. Let us know who you've picked up and if it's worked out for you. We'll chat you soon. Make sure you like and subscribe to All Content Insight. We'll see you soon.